What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McQueen with Sports Talk with Brandon on this Monday. Today, we're going to be talking about the NXT In Your House preview from last night. Oh, really good show. going to get through all that. But first, I'm going to go through some little news bits from the week that weekend that came out and things that I want to talk about. Let's get started with that. First, the... Um, The NBA and the playoff thing hasn't really been final, has been finalized by the player association, but they do not have a venue yet to play the games at. So that's still kind of up in the air. They're hoping to do it at the Walt Disney World Resort uh, Sports Complex, but Disney has to prove that. I'm hoping that ESPN will cover the games and ESPN could probably work in that relationship. Uh, on the other side, we have nothing in terms of baseball news because baseball really hasn't said much else. Players are still fighting about getting pay cuts and kind of if they do play, what would that do to their salary? And then lastly, um, on the hockey side of things, which is kind of interesting, we had a thing that talked about how they would reseed after every round of this tournament they're trying to do. So I'll be interested in that. Still, I'll keep you updated with that news and stuff. There's not much else in the way of those three things. Um, honestly, right now, like I said before, we don't think sports come back with any kind of clarity without fans, but we'll see what happens in the near future. Um, but let's get into the NXT TakeOver In Your House review. So much fun. So many good matches, so many just fun spots. The only downside to this ma- this show was, I think, the uh, back the back lot brawl, which wasn't good. It was okay, it went great. Not the same amount of match, but you can never have you could have one dud out of the ones you've done so far. We'll see how many you know how this plays out overall. Um, but overall, a good show. We'll kick it right off with. The Cancer Ray, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez versus uh, Sashi Blackheart, Mia Yim, and Tegan Knox. This was a fun back and forth match. A lot of heel work from the heel side where they're trying to, you know, stop offense, cut people off. Eventually, Mia Yim and Cancer Ray went to the back, fought off. It was only left for Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai and the Tegan Knox and Sashi Blackheart. Blackheart hit a really nice moonsault on point, uh, or hit a nice dive on the outside, knocked them all down prior to this, and did a couple other It's really good spots. They, they made the shots look really good in this, and I really appreciate that. She's really been a great talent so far in NXT coming up. Um, then they hit. Then Dakota breaks up with Penn on... Raquel uh, breaks up hand on on uh, Candice against Can- breaks up hand on Candice and Raquel Gonzalez gets in distracts and takes out Shotzi. Me uh, Dakota Kai hits or not Dakota Kai Tika Knox hits Chinese Wizard also hits a um, choke slam on Dakota Kai and Tika Knox picks up the win. This was a fun match. <laughs> I kind of figured the faces would win, but a lot of people thought the heels might win because of the match later on the night. Because a lot of people thought Keith uh, Lee would have lost his, uh, might have a tough time with Johnny Gargano. 
and that might keep trying to get that win. Um, but no, it was actually a really good match overall, fun. I was really looking forward to it. I thought it was great. Um, I'm, I'm going to see what they do next with this feud. Is this the bull? <clears throat> is this the bull off, or is this just a you know a stepping stone within the feud? Maybe break off and do like the smaller feuds they were prior. Um, we'll see. Then we had one of my favorite matches: uh, Damian Priest versus Finn Balor. Uh, this match was just a lot of hard hitting. Balor came out of the gates quick, right before the belly rang, hit a shot, uh, dr- outside, Priest is upset. We, we set this match fast and furious. A lot of punches, a lot of counters, a lot of just back and forth. Um, we see a couple apron spots where one apron spot, uh, Finn gets pretty much razor edge onto the apron. And takes a brutal back bump. Then we see Finn do a drop kick into the plexiglass barricade. Come back into the ring. Priest is about to do Razor Edge onto a thing of stairs they had set up early in the night. And from the outside, taking Finn from the from the inside of the ring to the outside. Finn escapes. Finn turns around, does a shot drop kick. Priest goes on. And fell. He didn't fall flat on his back. He got fell. At the angle and then flipped over. Then Finn hits the um, drop, brings back in the ring, hits a drop kick, hits coup de gras, then goes back again, hits the coup de gras one more time to get the win. Fun, exciting, you know, just interesting match. So much uh, back and forth. It was really good to see how they were going to do the back and forth. I was just really impressed by that. But over. But I think the one thing I'll this next match was my funnest match of the night. This was Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. This match is a lot of fun because Johnny Gargano's in the little house thing. They have it set up like in your, the in your house set, which is really cool. I think that was a really nice touch. Um, so Johnny Gargano's in the house. He's sitting, I think he's sitting on some stuff in the house. And in terms of the thermostats, turn down to 60, 68 degrees and walks the ring, puts the key in his trunks. Which will play in later because he hit Keith Lee in the eye with the key on NXT last week. So that was kind of just interesting to see the symmetry in that. Keith, uh, Johnny's trying to invade, make him, make him be quick about it. You know, be quick. Don't really get into Keith Lee's power. He he made he he made sure to go after the hand, the eye a lot. This man just I do Johnny did a good job of that. I think his heel turn's been really good overall. Um, then Keith finally gets some momentum going where he hits um, a pounce through the plexiglass, which was amazing. About to get back in the ring with Johnny. He turns around, knows his hands away, and then Keith Lee's just like points behind her. AFC Millennium come out. They're fighting, <laughs> brawling outside. The ref trying to stop that. Johnny pulls out the key he had earlier, pokes the key in the eye, hits the slingshot DDT, only for a two-count kick to be kicked out of that, hits three super kicks, three different super kicks, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Lee kicks out of all three of those. Eventually, Lee hits another powerbomb, hits the, hits the uh, Big Bang Catastrophe to get the win. 
they this match was so much fun, so many good spots, so many interesting. I like the fact that they did a good job just kind of giving you the understanding of you thought you thought Johnny was gonna win. You have Keith Lee comes back and really just shows why he's such good such good at what he does and it was so much fun. Um, those three first three matches were amazing. Three ma- first three matches away. This this was because the way they shot it and the the way it was presented, I feel like there was not really I can't nick it too much. Like there was not enough light in where they're shooting from. Maybe a little more light, but also like the match itself didn't have any cohesive flow. And the storyline behind it didn't make sense. But overall, I think it was an interesting match. At first, you see Adam Cole come up in this like monster truck with uh, uh, Unspeed Era like stuff all over the truck. Then you see Velveteen Dream pull up in a Lamborghini, which is kind of amazing. Lamborghini, he comes out with like a jacket with like a little thing ascot on it, like a little scarf on, and he's holding a bat. So it's kind of thing and um not tribute but he had a it was like a it was like a making a monster wrestler i think i don't know what, i don't know what wrestler it was but i think it was a monster wrestler because he had the back because it's like a backup brawl so he kind of had more of that like bad voice into him um anything goes in this match there's cars around ringside with their lights on you know people watching um i like that aspect i think that aspect was fun i just don't think i think the aspect I think them going outside of that and trying to go around the little set thing didn't really work because it didn't have the same kind of uh, uh, um, but this then they come back to the ring Dreamcast is louder about to do a purple Elbow off the ladder to on top of Adam Cole on top of a car. He gets blinded by some lights. That thing be air, Roger Strong and Cal- and Bobby Fish. Uh, then Cole gets on the ladder, poses, then about to knock him off. But by the time he gets up there, he gets knocked off by the dream. Arm gets hit into the windshield. You see a little bit of blood. Um, then he tells Roger Strong and Bobby Fish to grab. The chairs out of the back and throw them in the ring. Dream hits this huge, like, Death Valley driver. Not near the, like, near the chairs, but not on top of them. I thought he was going to do it on top of them, but no. Um, then goes back to hit. Uh, then Cole, he was about to go up to hit the Purple Rainmaker, but Cole stops him. Low blow. Hits the Panama Center Sunrise on top of the chairs for the 1-2-3. It was, but I think you could have probably done this in the ring. Like most, like I, I think a lot of people said you could probably done this in the ring. It would have probably got a better reaction because they're both storytellers. They're very, they're both really good in the ring. So I think we'll see. You know, I know they're saying doing more cinematic matches kind of helps help the atmosphere. And this is probably the only first dud we've really had. Um, but overall, love the match. Enjoyed it. Immensely, 
Um, this little nitpicks aside, still not a bad match at overall. Then we had Karrion Cross versus uh, Tommaso Champer. This was a six-minute like squash. This was kind of fun. This was fun, but also kind of weird because Karrion Cross was just no selling any of uh, Champer's offense. They made him look like a monster, which is which is amazing nonetheless. Cross is very good at what he does. Cross knows what he's need, you know, what he needs to do. Chop is good as well. There's one spot on the apron which is kind of surgically repaired. Um, other than that, though, every other spot was pretty bang on. Um, Cross just looks like just just make him look so strong and. In one, two, three, that's crosswind, and this is speculating that that Champer might go up to the main. by that, and Champer will go up to the main roster as a face, I think. It, but we'll see, because they were talking about Champer had lessened his stance on about going to the main roster. Champer and Velvet Dream maybe go up. They said Dream was supposed to go up. That might change, but we'll see. Um, honestly, I'm looking forward to what Carry Cross does next. I'm hoping Carry Cross gets in a real gets in a really good feud, and we can see his wrestling ability. But more or less, if you can be a if you can be something like a monster like Brock Lesnar, or just even somebody who has that aura about him, because they pass. Scarlet Scarlet Bordeaux is amazing. All that stuff's so good. So it's not like there's, you know, there's not like they couldn't do anything with him. They, they just have to have plans for him. So we'll see from that point of view what will go on. Um, then was the main event: the triple threat match between Io Shirai, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley. This match starts off kind of hot. They they're about to go at it. Charlotte rolls out the ring, says, "Oh, you and Ripley, you and EO fight." Ripley, he's saying she's saying Ripley, Ripley and EO, and then at points she would just get back in the ring, knock one of them, and then roll out again, or get back in the ring, roll. She did She's gonna pick the bones of the person who's laying. Um, then this gets into like a really good like back and forth, cops and. Counters and at one point, Eo and Ripley team up to take out Charlotte. Well, that doesn't happen very long. Then they're on the outside. Eo hits this huge um, dive on the outside. Then we have uh, Charlotte hit this huge moonsault from the top onto both of them. <laughs> Then they go up to the little house area. They're fighting. Charlotte throws Eo into the window of the house, which is kind of fun, which is also an LED board, which is kind of cool. Then here, her and uh, Rhea are just fighting on top of plants and just fighting up on top of the area, area going to the plexiglass, all that kind of stuff. Then at one point, the shot they had where you see Eo on top of like the little house structure and then the two, uh, the two other ladies below, and they're like, is Eo going to... Yep, and she just does a huge, like, cross-body dive off that to both of them. 
knocking them both out. She pulls, I think she pulls Charlotte to the ring, does a couple kicks, and I think she does her, I don't know if she does it, she doesn't do the 619, but she does something else, one of her other, like, knee strikes, gets a two on Charlotte, and then Rhea gets back in the ring, Rhea, and then we go at it. Charlotte hits this double spear on the both of them, which was amazing. Tried to get the cover on both ladies. Uh, tried to get the cover on Rhea. She kicks out at two. Um, then we go from that to EO and Rhea fighting. In the EO gets back in the ring. They fight EO. They take out Charlotte. The EO and Ripley start fighting again. Charlotte finds the candlestick, and you see the little picture of this where she, they're both fighting. In the back corner, you see Charlotte stand up and slowly rises into the ring and hits them both with the candlestick, taking both out. She's about to hit natural selection. Rhea blocks that. Uh, Rhea grabs her, uh, puts on, goes to the top rope. Charlotte counters. Rhea gets her back on the top rope, hits this huge rip tie from the top rope that took out Shayna Baszler for the championship. Charlotte kicks out of that. Then we transition. By the way, throughout the night, we saw that uh, Charlotte was trying to hit the figure four on a couple different times. Neo manages to block that the first time. Rhea blocks it the first time. She, this is the third time she's technically tried I think third or fourth time she's technically tried it. And um, she gets it on Rhea Ripley. She's about to get, she goes into the figure eight. Um, Eo's out at this point. She gets on the top turnbuckle, does a moonsault. On top of uh, Rhea, it was a brutal-looking moonsault because the way she landed looked like her, her shoulder, her knee went to her shoulder. But they according to Sean Ross Sapp, a fightful. Uh, Rhea was Rhea was okay backstage. She said she's fine. Something was wrong there. But a cooler ending. Io hits the one, two, three. Io gets one, two, three to be become the women, new women's champion. This match was so much fun. And so inventive that I think two things. It does two things. One, it protects Charlotte because they didn't want Charlotte to get pinned. Two, it also gives EO a big win. And three, I think this takeover is kind of interesting in the sense that, good example, Keith Lee. He had a Black Lives Matter matters on his hoodie and on his trunks. EO said in a tweet that, you know, no matter what race, nationality you are, you know, you always get the opportunity to do all these opportunities to become a champion. I'm so grateful for that and the fans that, you know, brought me here. And I think, according to Sean Rossap, or I think it was Sean Rossap or Raja, I think Sean Rossap reported it. Raja reported it, but Sean Rossap collaborated with it to prove it was true. Uh, Triple H has said that if you have any questions about anything during this time period, you know, come and ask me and we can have the conversation. So they're really trying to be more inclusive, which they, NXT has always been inclusive, so it's not like a really bad thing at all. Um, but I wonder what they're going to do next with Rhea. I don't think they have, I don't think they need Rhea, Rhea don't need the title, I think again, she might can win, she, if she goes to Vayner Ross, she can win a title there. Uh, I think EO being the champion is going to be amazing. I think it's just fun to see what she can do with it. Um, but overall, fun match. One of my best, ma- one of the best matches of the night. This takeover was so much fun. Outside of the the back the back lot brawl, one of the most fun takeovers I've ever I've seen in a while. Um, you do miss the thing of having fans there, but I think 
they did the wrestlers did a good job of telling a story and giving you those awesome moments as well. Um, I would personally say I would give the show four out of five. Uh, four out of five. Um, uh, four and a, or four, four and a half out of five. I think this is one of the better shows they've done. Takeovers are always good, so it's not like lose out anything. I implore you if you get a chance, go watch the Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano match and Io Shirai and the Triple Threat Io Shirai, Charlotte Flair, and Ray Ripley. Those are three. Those two matches I say go watch. Even I would say go watch Damon Priest and Finn Balor. That was also fun. Those three are the big matches I think you should go watch from this takeover. Um, but I'll be back on. I'll be back tomorrow to do the Raw recap and talk some other news and stuff. But overall, like I said, this show was one of the better takeovers. I hope. I don't know when the next takeover will be. I wonder what they're gonna do. My main three questions: What do you do with EO now? Do you make her face? Because you can technically make her a face. Is she going to become a face or she's going to still heal? She's kind of in between. My other question is, what do you do with Damon Priest? And then my last question is Keebley. Do you Keebley keep the title to next takeover or did he lose it on TV and then go for the... Uh, the NXT title after Loomis probably gets his shot after kidnapping the Undisputed Era in that match, by the way, and driving off with them. Uh, we'll see. Kane Cross is up there as well. It's probably one of the title contenders. But it's all looking good for NXT, seeing what they're going to do next. I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. I'll be back, to, like I said, tomorrow to do the Raw recap. And hope you're here for next time. See you.